0: Once a month, we have the opportunity to join the Wilder Institute, Calgary Zoo's Director of Conservation and Science, Dr. Axel Morenschlager, to discuss all the great conservation work the team's involved with around the entire globe. Good morning to you once again, Dr. Axel. Good morning. And this this time out, we're going to travel west and discuss some very interesting tenants of Vancouver Island. Who do you got for us?
1: That's right. And, and uh, you know, even on days like this, 10 centimeters of snow, and yet we hear the forecast has plus in it for a while. Mm-hmm. We think about the weather and we think about marmots and we might even think about groundhogs because it was Groundhog Day just a little while ago. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you know about Balzac Billy, the groundhog north of the city that makes his fearless predictions yes. about when the spring will arrive, <laughs> right? Uh-huh. And turns out he, he saw his shadow, meaning there would be another six weeks of winter. And I looked into this more, and I don't want to knock Billy, but I don't know if he's got the basic instincts to make these predictions correctly. I just say it because looking into it, it turns out he's five to six feet tall, tall, runs around on two legs and wears runners in a, in a red vest. <laughs> so I was thinking, you know, we should look at the endangered species like the Vancouver Island marmot, one of the most endangered species in the world, and Van Isle violet, a little girl that is currently in hibernation, and ask them what they think about spring arrival. Mm. And these uh, marmots, of course, are in a breed and release program. So recently, partners from the Marmot Recovery Foundation checked on Van Isle Violet while she was sleeping. And sure enough, she woke up, whistled a loud call from a den box, and saw her shadow. Mm. So it seems that Van Al Violet agrees with our Albertan Balzac Billy. And there will be another six more weeks of winter. I'm sorry to tell you this. Unity. Yeah. But the, uh, as we think about the marmots, it's worth reflecting that they were down to just 33 less in a wild in 2003. And now there's about 250 because of breed and release programs like we have here. And so that's really saved this species from extinction. But we need to know a little bit more about them. And we've recently uh, published a couple of studies with Marmot Recovery Foundation, Vancouver Island University and UCLA in California, where we ask about the genetics and the moves of these marmots. And one of the things that's worrying sometimes with breeding programs is that animals can become too inbred over time. Like we work on a Guam kingfisher that's been extinct from the wild for over 30 years. And last year we showed and published that, that they're actually becoming so inbred that it's affecting their reproduction. So we're working uh, to get them back out into the wild, right? Mm-hmm. With the marmots, though, we now found out that their genetics are awesome. Basically, like even after 20 years of reintroduction, their, their genetics are still so good in, in, the, in the breeding populations that they're just as good as those in the wild. And that means that they should be able to adapt really well in the future. This, this all kind of comes down to behavior too and when we recently checked and and we've studied this and published it Mm -hmm. is actually these marmots were starting to uh, not be able to recognize some of the predators that they should be able to recognize when they go into the wild like cougars and wolves so we have a cunning plan now um, to actually train marmots before they go out so that they can continue their successes in the wild to restore a species that's one of the most endangered mammals in the world, purely Canadian and you know predictor for us in terms of uh the winter
0: it's interesting is purely canadian and i think a lot of the times we think about you know the uniqueness of of all creatures on the earth and a lot of times we look outside our borders and outside our continent even but what what a great opportunity in the country we live in
1: Well, exactly and and uh for instance these vancouver island marmots i mean we're really proud to host the pandas here for a while but you know our own marmots are, are more endangered than giant pandas And I would say, are just as cute.
0: Why? Why? why, why, Before we go further, why? Why we? Why uh, are they so important to the ecosystem? You know, what? What what do we need them for?
1: Yeah, I mean, they were they were distributed like ages ago, ranging you know from the the tips of mountains on Vancouver Island right down to the to the ocean, and they they're very important because they, they burrow in the soil, and they basically help to overturn the soil and, and make it rich, you know, in terms of fertilizing it and such. But they also play a key component in the ecosystem. But now, of course, there's so few of them. They were so close to extinction that, you know, their recovery is very much in our hands. And I can just say that I'm so proud of this whole partnership in being able to prevent their extinction, being able to restore an ecosystem on Vancouver Island that will hopefully, you know, um, you know, Stand the test of time, because if we can't save our own species, then we shouldn't uh, require other countries to save elephants and tigers. We have some of the most precious species right here at home, some of the greatest collaborations. And if we work together as we do, we can you know, come with great successes to help species like this.
0: Love it. You take care of our own backyard, and this is the work that you do in our own backyard and beyond. So we appreciate your time, and Dr. Morin Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Dr. Axel Morenschlager, Wilder Institute, Calgary Zoo's Director of Conservation and Science. Also call him the nature doctor around these parts.